position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends, neighbors. Yes, uh... In absence of a real episode of this week's episode, I present the following episode. Um, I'm getting a little burnt out with the COVID madness, um, and I'm getting a little disgusted by the general tone of a lot of people um, within the Linux community. Uh, you know, at all. It'll pass. This too shall pass. So in lieu of an actual episode, I present you with the following uh, status report. This is being recorded on 2020 1113 hours. Cheers. Hope you enjoy it. See you next week. Oh my goodness. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 298 of the Best Links Games podcast. Being recorded for you on this uh, Friday, the 10th of July, 2020. Um, that make it for our sequel friends. Oh, at uh, nine o'clock in the morning, left coast, Pacific coast. Oh, 900 hours ish. <coughs> make it for our sequel friends. I crack engineer. Um, I wore Molina over there holding up the whiskey sign. Make it for our sequel friends 2007. Uh, what? Uh, 10. Oh, 900 hours. 
we have, um, you know, not that big of a show for you this week. Um, famous last fucking words. By the way, I wore your fired whiskey sign, though. It's a good, it's always a good sign. As, uh, well, here, cheers. So let's get straight to our top stories. Hope you all had a good 4th of July. Hopefully, it's not the last. Oh. If you live in uh, any of the, um, if you live anywhere in the United States, you need to wear a fucking mask. And that's the baseline. And that baseline probably will not save you. At this point, uh, with a completely brain dead, unresponsive uh, federal government backing zero play across the entire continental United States of America. All 50 states are left to fight this on their own. Meanwhile, the president, deranged maniac that he may be, he's still the president, is calling for us to reopen physical schools um, this fall and is threatening to withhold uh, funding for said schools, which he does not have the power to do. This is going to be a cataclysmic shitstorm. Yesterday, we lost 800 people. How many new infected people were in the United States yesterday? fucking 55,000 something like that you don't need to go back and wonder if, you, if you're if you alive right now and you're of an adult age you don't need to go back and wonder oh gee golly tell us grandpa what was it like in March and April when the horror was here the horror is here again we are doing sweet fuckity fuck all to fight it. So, I've been very depressed. Extraordinarily depressed, in fact. That's a better way of describing it. This is starting to really eat into my fucking brain. I'm tired of being here. I'm tired of watching. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of all of this. All of this unnecessary you want to talk about American carnage? Bah. That's what I'm tired of. And mm, it's amazing. It's amazing. I've said it before. I've been screaming this for 20 fucking years. You ignore reality at your peril. You ignore science at your peril. You can cheat either or both for only so long before it fucking bites you in the ass. And in this case, it doesn't just bite my friends or my enemies. It bites us all in the ass. And it's because of a fucking subset of our country that is so fucking stupid that they have to see someone who they love die. Before they're like, oh, well, maybe. 
Yeah, okay, you know what? We're off the fucking rails. We are off the fucking rails. We're gonna redo everything that we fucking did. And anyone who says that we're not going to redo everything we fucking did, you know what, man? The power of positive thinking takes you only this far. And look how far it's taken us. 135 fucking thousand people dead. Unnecessarily! So am I angry? Yes, I am angry. I'm very angry. And I'm tired of fucking being angry! I'm tired of being angry and fucking morons! I'm very tired of it. Just when I thought that I had had my fill, which was about the time that I was like six or seven years old. A little later than that, maybe 10 or 12. Maybe even later than that, because I was a feral child. I didn't mellow out until... I don't know if I ever mellowed out. But this is fucking madness. This is fucking madness. Anyway, hope you all had a great 4th of July. Hope it wasn't the last that we'll ever have. You know what? Motivated reasoning is called lying to yourself. And every time that you use motivated reasoning to lie to yourself and then use that same logic on your friends and neighbors, that gets people fucking killed now. If we don't turn this around in the next six weeks, the most favorable model has uh, the one that the White House used to as if they ever I'm not going to yell anymore I'm sorry, I'm sorry for yelling has us, you know topping over 206,000 people dead by the 1st of November that's what's going to happen before the 1st of September By the 1st of November, if this continues, if we don't turn this around right fucking now, we will have to redo all of our homework. The entire economy will be destroyed. This society will collapse before the 1st of October. So I'm not in a very good mood this week and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very angry. But, to friends of the show, uh, Pyrotech45, who has hassled me endlessly in the Discord, posting non-sequitorial fucking shit about, like, how, oh my god, he posted this last thing, it was like a thread of, uh, Ubuntu developers, even after I, you know, tried to meet him halfway, Yes, 
Linux Mint does not like Snap anymore. It is a three-command fix via the command line. And no, it's not default. And yes, it does require you to run three commands. But what does this obviate? This is our top one of our top stories. This obviates Canonical's subversion of apt. Apt for as long as I've used Debian-based uh, distributions has been a stalwart. Has been always reliable. It be it's the same thing as like you know any other package distribution and management system like uh, Yum for. Um, Fedora, if you if you're deranged and you still use that, or Pac-Man, if you're forward thinking and use Arch, Apt has always been a stalwart. Well, what Canonical has done is replaced Chromium. This is the the source of this entire. I, I, I'm never talking about this again because I fucking debunked all of this bullshit in the goddamn Discord. And evidently no one's read it. Well, now I'm running, I'm recording this, running Mint 20. Mint 20 decided that they were going to drop Snap. Support for Snap as default. Why? The whole fucking interwebs, almost none of whom use Mint, which is ironic. Um, oh my god, Mint, you fucking traitor, blah. For those of you who have not been playing along at home, every eh, one year to 18 months, every three to four fiscal quarters, fucking Mark Shuttleworth gets a bug up his ass and thinks he's Stalin and decides to do something that's going to break or impose his will on the greater Linux architecture. Now, what does that mean? That means the FOSS, the greater world of the FOSS. Now, what does Mark Shuttleworth I have to do with that. Well, Canonical, the makers of Ubuntu, who have imposed over the last, you know, numerous years, and I, I love Ubuntu, I give Ubuntu nothing but props. Mark Shallworth is a fucking maniac every fucking four fiscal quarters. Three fiscal quarters ago, he fucking threatened to drop all fucking uh, 32-bit support from you know, uh, from Ubuntu uh, repository, you know, oh, until fucking Steam says, fuck you, and then, you know, blah, they roll that back. Yeah. He's like the Donald Trump, every three to six fiscal quarters, he gets a bug up his ass, decides that he wants to be the most important person in the world, and decides something for the greater free and open source software community. What does that mean? That means us. The greatest strength of FOSS, and I'm I'm talking to you right now. I'm just looking at a bag of Oreos, and I'm talking to you. The greatest strength of FOSS has all, is as it has always been. Free and open source software. One, freely redistributable. Two, you can modify and redistribute your code based off of the, you know, premise of first. And three, uh, it's under that big, broad license. I'm not going to go into the differences between the various uh, 
GPLs, but enter Canonical, who brought in about, oh Christ, 13 years ago, 12 years ago? Wait, it's 2020. Uh, Okay, so, no, earlier than that, 2008, 2007, 2006, 2006, 2005, maybe. They brought into being the ultimate realization of what Mandrake Linux had originally intended to be. They 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 took that ball and they ran it over the goal line. I don't know football that well, either American or otherwise. But that's what they did. And then they started to formalize it and they built off of a Debian base, and they forked Debian, and suddenly everything worked. They they brought the the you know, okay, so what is Linux? Linux is the GNU Utils as uh, ran by Stallman, and the kernel as ran by uh, Torvalds. Together, they form th- the basis for a fully functioning general use computer architecture that can be spun out into any, any type of platform that you want. And it is everywhere these days. But back in the day, you want to talk about 1997, nothing worked. When I say nothing worked, I mean nothing worked. I go back to those bad old days. Well, Ubuntu brought the idea that was driving Linux Mandrake, which was a fork of Debian, Mandrake's sole concept was we're going to have an operating system that will allow that's license free anyone can contribute to it modify it, etc. And this is like years before X, the X Windows environment, forget X11 you know, blah 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 so what what does free and open source software mean? It means free as in freedom, not free as in beer. It means you can freely redistribute code, you can freely modify code, you can freely fucking fix code. If it's under that license, if it's under the GPL, the GNU GPL, then you know, blah. That was the original idea, and it still is, more or less, except for canonical. Canonical over the last especially five to seven years has imposed increasingly onerous um, beyond post-GPL like if you want to contribute to Canonical you have to like formalize everything and then it's not like the BSD it's not like the BSD license where you just have to like get your code into shape it is where you submit, if you submit your code for Ubuntu, you submit it under the canonical license, which is a much more restrictive license than the GPL. It gives them control of your code, your contributions, your incremental fixes, and you have to submit to that license. That's fine. It's fine. I don't really care that much about the licensure issues, but it is it is 
over the last five years, that aspect of Canonical, which, by the way, every, like I said, every three to six fucking fiscal quarters, Mark Shuttleworth gets a buck up his fucking ass! And it's like, see, Kyle, I am, bow down to me, I am the king of the fucking free and open source movement. And this is why, uh, you know, uh, Stallman does not run Ubuntu it's also one of the reasons I mean I run a fork of Ubuntu but I don't I tend not to get into these holy wars however Pyrotech over the last month seems to be driving a bug up my fucking ass about this no matter how many times I refute what he has said his rumors and his you know he takes screenshots of threads of stuff and no matter how much I refute it, he doesn't reply with anything. Um, and I love the guy, but it's ridiculous and it's emblematic of I'm trying to tell him like he's he's freaking out. Like Mint 20 is gonna take away Snap D. Why would they ever take away Snap D? Oh my god, it's the end of the fucking world. Now let's deal with fucking reality here. First of all, That's right, Ivor. You're on my side, right? This is all I'm going to say about this. This is why I'm doing this the last time. Because I've gotten fucking five goddamn messages over the last month. And there are other fucking things to talk about. And after I had already, you know, destroyed this. Because of misconception. One. Snap D is no longer default in Mint. That's true. Two, if you want to install Chromium in Mint 20, you have to do a three-liner using the command line, which I guess is very scary for a lot of people. But it's a three-liner, and that's it. It's three lines, and you have your fucking old guy... talking to you right now from Mint 20 with a goddamn Chromium window open. It's a three-liner. And two of those lines are basic fucking apt get install Chromium fucking hyphen, you know, whatever the fuck type of shit. So it's a one-line. It's a one-line thing that you need to change. Now, why did we do this? Yes, I've been running Mint for about five years now, I want to say. People hear that and think that that's the only fucking distro that I've ever run. Fucking uh, someone who, his name is Go Fuck Yourself, GFY used to be a former friend of the show, but he's an asshole now. Um, he has a Linux, he has a Tux Penguin uh, icon for his uh, for his uh, Discord logo. Fuck that guy. I don't talk to him anymore because he pissed me off as of last night. Not because of this, but he sent me, like, this is two weeks ago. He's like, I'm running Arch now. I'm like, you want a medal? Like, what What the fuck? Like, and then he didn't accept it. Like, I ran Arch as, like, my daily driver for fucking numerous years. 
I ran KDE for numerous years as my daily driver. I ran Fedora for like uh, six months as my daily driver. I run every goddamn mate. My favorite desktop environment is still E16. But I don't run it. I run Cinnamon. Anyway, all of this bullshit, which has been hyped out of proportion and context and like about, oh my god, mid 20 is fucking bailing on Snap. It's the end of the fucking world. Takes one command to re enable Snap. Now, why did Mint... Di- now, in the immortal words of uh, Matt, Master Matt Hartley, default is king. We all understand that. Actually, I'm not sure that anyone listening to the sound of my voice right now even fucking understands that. Given the state of this Discord, and Pyrotech 45 definitely does not fucking understand this. Because here's the deal, and I've explained it to him in detail in the public thread for our Discord. This was a month ago, and he just keeps fucking banging like a cheap drum. I never want to talk about this again. Not because I'm on the losing side. Whoever, this has nothing to do with like, what I'm trying to tell you is I've been using Linux since I was 17. No, since I was 18. It's 22 fucking years of Linux. I've seen things come and I've seen things go and I've never seen more of a tempest in a teacup. I, I, eh. This is the biggest tempest in a teacup that I've probably seen. In, in those years, because th- those early years, like, eh. They're, those were big decisions. This is not a big decision. And beyond that, it goes, it boils down to, like I started this insane rant, goes back to Mark Shuttleworth's fucking three to every six fiscal quarters mind trip I am Der Fuhrer and you are, I'm going to reshape the face of general of free and open source software and general computing. So why did Mint make this decision? It's simple. Mint 19 used the Snap Store from Canonical. It's not a store store. Remember, it's free as in freedom, not free as in beer. It integrated fine. It's not the way that I ever installed anything, really. Unless it was a computer that I was not going to be able to maintain. You know, you use a Snap Store then, fine. You know, blah. Done. Mm. Snap was invented a long time ago. Flat pack. Other fucking containerized alternatives to centralized repositories for software for any distribution. I'm speaking of things like Pac Man and Yum. Although it's been, I am fucking grateful that it's been almost a decade since I've typed Yum. Uh, 
into any fucking terminal environment. Um, fuck that shit. Fuck yum. Fuck you. If you and if you like yum, that's fine. It's okay. You might want to consider upgrading to a real distribution that actually, you know, like maybe you probably if you well, unless unless you're unless you're running a server, in which case then fine. 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 You can run CentOS all you want <laughs> from 1987 <laughs> or from 2017 or 2014 if you want. I'm just talking on my ass here now. But anyway, bottom line is this. Mint ran the snap Mint ran snap D 19 discontinued it in 20. Why? All of these people who are very into, for some reason, turning this into a fucking unnecessary holy war will tell you that Mint hates Snap D, Mint hates Snap. Mint wants to make everyone not be able to get Chromium browser by default. No, that's not it at all. Mint was a big proponent of Snap. And it was a pretty big proponent of Flatpak. I run both on the same system. It does not matter. I'm not going to go into the merits of Snap versus Flatpak versus Apt. Although I will say this. the for Those two, Flatpak and Snap, are not apt. They are not uh, an uh, universally audited and auditable. You have to rely on uh, the package that you get, which is kind of the same way that Shareware was. But it's okay. It's okay. To más o menos. More, more or less. But you can't rely on the same degree of system integrity as anything that's inapt. You know, anything that's in your distribution's repository by default. Same can be said for PPAs. I love PPAs. I don't necessarily... I use all of these technologies, though. And that's what I'm trying to express to you. I use all of these technologies and I've been using them for a long time. Long fucking time. Ivor, you're fired! So, all of these people who've been like, oh my god, they're they're making it impossible to install Chromium in Mint 20 and none of these people, by the way, use Chromium, which is hilarious. And they're all furious and then they and they post the Discord all this bullshit. These bullshit threads. Even after I'm like, I'm like, like, look, okay, so here's the deal. And here's the deal. And this, this was described to these people. People are like becoming impervious to reason. And it's bothersome. That is why I am bringing this up. You can now refute on logical basis across the fucking board anyone's goddamn argument. And they're they're like, yeah, but they did it 
I'm like, I just explained to you why they fucking did it. So, why did Mint, for its new long-term support, Mint 20, drop support for Snap D, which is now the canonical store default? Well, Canonical and its infinite wisdom decided to try to extend its power base by subverting alt. Uh, apt, not alt. By subverting by subverting alt.net they intend to make all innocent lovers of punished domination submission porn have to jerk off alone forever! No. What do I mean by this? Well, over the last four months, Chromium has become a stub in apt. So when you do sudo apt install Chromium, it's a stub. But it's built into SnapD now that unless you have Canonical Snap D. You cannot. Well, that this is what Mint has done. Mint twenty has done. You cannot install Chromium. Why? Because Snap and Apt are supposed to be two different fucking things. Same way as Flatpak and Snap are supposed to be two different fucking things. The same way Snap. Flatpak and apt are supposed to be three different fucking things. Apt is supposed to be a fucking repository that you can count on for Debian-based installation software candidates that all integrate nicely with each other, that have been, you know, easily vetted, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or, if you're using PPAs, to chunk in to your apt repositories um, a separate repository devoted to, like, one thing. You can't do apt if you, okay, let's say that, like, I made a program called Fuck You and Fuck Your Mom. And it's on Fuck You and Fuck Your Mom, you know, github.fuck, you know, uh, github.com slash fuck you, fuck your mom, you know, blah. You can't fucking chunk that into apt without, like, you know, doing a fork of it, and, you know, you have to actually, like, submit it to apt, and then they would, you know... Or, by making a PPA of it, the one fucking thing you could not do for fuck you and fuck your mom dot sh the most majestic uh, program to ever run on your system by the way I will tell you that without pause or hesitation because I wrote it it's amazing Mm. (laughs) the one thing you could not do with that fucking thing is put that into apt as a snap repository. 
What Canonical tried to do was take Chromium, Google Chromium, Chromium browser, Chromium hyphen browser, to be specific, under apt, made it a stub that automatically made it require backdooring you to install SnapD to install Chromium browser. That is not how apt is supposed to work. Now, it would be one thing if this was the end of the fucking world. I'm tired of fucking thinking or talking about it. But every fucking four times this goddamn week. God damn it. I have other things to do. Like, normally we would be talking about fucking Linux games right now. And I, I've, I've walked, I, I walked everyone through this. Now I am running Mint 20 as of now. It is a three command line. It's three commands on the command line. None of them are complicated to fix it. And yes, I did have to do it. I had to do it myself. This is absolutely a stand forgetting the fact that I run this as my daily driver, that I run Mint as my daily driver. This is a stand that I'm absolutely on the side of the Mint developers on. And it's nothing to do with like... It's the other thing that like, I just keep getting all this fucking shit over. It's like everyone's like, oh, you're like a fucking canonical. You hate canonical. No, I do not hate Canonical. Before Canonical, nothing ever ran. Um, But apt is not supposed to be run like this. I don't... apt is not supposed to be used as a backdoor to install a separate fucking floating package technology with, you know, running under root that I did not tell it to fucking install or run under root. That's not the way this is supposed to work. Once again, it's Mark Shuttleworth in his three to six months every and you can post all the fucking bullshit that you want, but I can fucking post all the images of every fucking goddamn day of the last month of me explaining this to people as a their heads explode in the Discord. It's like Tempest in a teacup. Yes, default is king, but you know what? By virtue of that fact, the default that Canonical wishes to impose surreptitiously into apt, which is the Debian for if you run any Debian-based distro you're running some version of apt either apt or apt get or you're just doing everything from you know github or you could be running slack this is not the way forward that's why this is this week's episode of the best links games podcast Hope you all shut the fuck up about it now. For reals, we were going to talk 
last 40 minutes about I had fucking five different games that we were going to talk about, including Tron 2.0 uh, Titanfall 2, I was going to give you my full review on that, I was going to give you my full review on uh, uh, not a full review, but I was going to tell you why you should not get Tokyo 42 I think I tell you a bunch of other shit but it doesn't seem like it seems like no matter what I say no one's listening so there we go see you next week burn everything incriminating including this building burn all the White House pets and then yourselves burn yourselves first The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.